What's up? Happy Saturday. This is episode 61 of Finding Her. Own or drive your struggle? Bus. <laughs> it's been a month since I've been with you guys, and I just want to say I was taking care of myself, and I'll talk about that uh, in my personal story of, uh, in the episode. But first, I wanted to check in with you guys and offer you an alternative to CBD products to help relax, restore, and unwind. So I partnered with this company about a month and a half ago. They're called Goalie Nutrition, and they sell two products right now. One is a ashwanda gummy, and another one is an apple cider gummy. But today I'm talking about the ashwanda. It's all about the ashwanda today. They're gluten-free, non-GMO, plant-based, vegan, and they're clinically proven to have KSM 66 ashwanda. So they're promoting it as the most powerful ashwanda gummy. So it's going to help you calm and de-stress, just like that CBD product, right? So this is an adaptogen. It's a billion, kajillion year old herb, and they put it into the gummy. So I take one in the morning and at night, and it is helping with reducing stress, promoting calmness. It improves your mood, supports a healthy immune system, enhances memory and cognition, supports weight management, and improves your sleep, catching those Z's, improves physical performance, and ooh, improves sexual function. So really health made simple. And you can check that out at www.goli.com dot com and enter that promo code Julia Busby for a quick little discount. Let's move on to today's show. If this is your first time joining my show, welcome to the shit show slash circus. <laughs> Just kidding. I've been doing this for about two years. Um, I am a special education teacher during the day and I am a mental health advocate at home, at school, uh, within the community. And um, let's just say I started this business after hitting rock bottom for the 500th time. And I was so sick of feeling alone and tired and wanted to build a community to support mental health. So education and mental health, sharing resources, tips, ideas, building a community. I now have a successful podcast. I have a community online and I also have a wellness blog that's up and coming. So I am doing it because I, again, don't want anyone to feel alone. And I've met so many amazing people Uh, people from different countries that are avid listeners, people that share um, their stories and thank me for coming out and supporting them and really speaking up against um, hiding in silence. So today we're going to be talking about owning our own struggle and really talking about that struggle bus, which I've shared in a little bit in the Lucy episode, which is probably like 12 episodes ago. But anyways, I was getting pretty burnt out I'd been teaching at home for 400 days, 400 million days, like a year, over a year. I mean, it was rough. And when you work outside of the home, there's a transition process. You can leave work at home or try to leave work at work, excuse me, and then transition and then be ready to be with your family and do other things at home. But when you work from home during the pandemic, it's really hard to transition, right? You don't drive anywhere. You just leave your desk wherever it is in your house and then you're with your family. Boom. And as a teacher, it was like party on top, whatever on bottom, pants, 
no pants, pajama pants, boxer shorts, and then classy up top. (laughs) And it started to go to pajamas the whole time. Okay, like a hoodie, pajamas. (laughs) So during that time, when it was getting close to spring break, I realized that I needed a break right? Because I was struggling. I knew that the struggle bus was there. So I have mentioned before, a struggle bus is going to be things that we identify as feelings or instances in our life. So for example, the struggle bus is imaginary, right? We can't see our feelings. We can only see the behaviors or actions that have come from those feelings within ourselves. So I throw the struggle bus idea out there and it's cruising up, Gangster para- Gangster's Paradise blaring from Coolio. Gangster's Paradise. All right, so what's in there is going to be my stress, my anxiety, feelings that come from PTSD, depression feelings are going to be in there, um, self-esteem, confidence, um, any of those things are going to be in there. And if I let, if I don't work hard and I don't, promote those coping skills that I have and I follow the routines and and apply the things that I've learned, one of those feelings is going to drive my struggle bus. And that's going to impact everything in my life, work, personal, home life, relationships, ability to communicate, ability to function. So today I wanted to talk about anxiety for me, because that's who wants to drive my struggle bus. And I'm like, giving them the force, like Kylo Ren. You see my hand in the air right now. Blasting them with coping skills, with new routines, with my knowledge that I have to be the driver of my struggle bus. So this is off of a blog that I wrote not that long ago. So keep keep that struggle bus in mind and think about what things could be in your struggle bus as well when we talk about this. All right. So a few weeks ago, I loaded up my car and headed to the desert. I had been teaching from home for over a year and it was time to go on a drive, a long one. Upon my arrival in the desert, I realized that I conquered my anxiety by driving two days away from my haven, which I call my home. I was the driver of of my struggle bus. Yes, I was in control. So here's the thing. When you develop a relationship, which I've talked to you guys over and over about awareness and preventative measures that we can do because we know about our struggles. When you develop that relationship with your anxiety, meaning you know all about it through personal awareness, you tend to know what triggers it to come back to visit. Kind of like that stupid fly that keeps attacking your food when you're outside in the summertime or an unwanted unplanned visitor who is more annoying than all the spam calls and or junk emails you get into your inbox each day. Always there. No end in sight. I can say that I felt the anxious presence attempting to land its negative thoughts and override my mindset with what if scenarios, right? And fake news alerts. Thankfully, I was able to manage the fear and feelings of anxiousness by applying coping skills. I was the driver of my struggle bus. Bam! And successful drivers of struggle buses use coping skills to help them move through uncomfortable feelings. An affirmation I used was, 
it's okay. Everyone feels scared. I am safe. I also listened to Audible and rocked out to 90s West Coast rap songs until we arrived in Sin City. Thank you, Tupac and Biggie. Another idea I think of, too, often I heard from a therapist a long time ago, was to kind of go with that, it's okay, everyone feels scared I'm safe. It's okay because people feel this way. Like, are you unnormal because you're feeling this way? Or does everybody or do other people feel this way too? And then it's like, oh my God, you're right. I'm not alone. So we tend to think negatively about ourselves and we tend to think the worst things, especially those struggling with depression or anxiety. So for me, my natural thought process is negative. I will look for the negative. I will have beliefs. And then when that negative thing comes up, then automatically I'm like, oh, I knew that that was going to happen. So what I'm working on and what I've been working on for my whole entire life (laughs) is changing that mindset. So I practice gratitude. I do the three things um, in the morning and then name something uh, at the right before I go to sleep to help with that process, right? And I'll be sharing that with you in a different episode, that gratitude journal that someone amazing that is coming on the show later on um, in the upcoming months gave to me as a gift. So really thinking about those affirmations, blasting your struggles with coping skills so you can get shit done, right? So however, traveling isn't always an easy adventure for me to participate in. And I want to say the worst travel anxiety symptoms appear when I fly alone. So we can give ourselves or our problems or our feelings that we're experiencing, we can give them context, right? So I can have an easier time driving in the car. It's more calm for me. It allows me to think a lot, right? I love listening to music. It keeps me, I think it's because the driving piece keeps my mind busy because I'm checking out everything. Maybe a little bit of hypervigilance is in there, but then the music also calms me too. So On the other hand, the worst travel anxiety appears when I fly alone. So I'm going to share this tips to help you guide your travels when you're feeling uncomfortable and feeling those managing or feeling man, feeling, excuse me, of anxiousness when you're traveling. So that's on a plane, train, boat, or automobile, planes, trains, and automobiles. This will help you. Tips can also become COVID skills for you. All you have to do is pick one and try. I will share with you my travel anxiety, the dreaded scenario of Julia traveling alone on a plane. To be honest, when I travel by plane alone, I feel a tidal wave of feelings all associated with fear. As I mentioned before, I have a close relationship with my anxiety as I have been living scared for 35 years. Makes me sad when I think about that, like makes me think about all the lost moments and times I could have maybe overcome some situations instead of running and hiding. But I just didn't know, right? Nobody talked about this stuff in the 80s. Get over it. So that's a very hard statement for me to share, but it is true. I can't be the only one in this world that feels that way, right? 
So I posted something about travel anxiety on my um, Instagram page. So many people responded or sent me DMs. This is me. This is me every single time. So for me, when I know I'm traveling alone on a plane, the symptoms gradually progress beginning the night before. The very thought of pre-flying sets my anxiety off and my eating pattern changes. So my appetite literally disappears. So that's really the power of the gut-brain connection, which we talked about with Kelly Kincaid in the last episode, which so many people listen to, is evident with my lack of appetite when anxiety sets in. Then it interrupts my sleep. The intrusive thoughts begin. Did you pack everything you need? Remember that one time you forgot? I hope you spent enough time with your kids because your plane's going to crash. Make sure you set 300 alarms so you don't miss your flight. Your bag is over the weight limit. You shouldn't go. Something horrible is going to happen. It's like cataloging my thoughts. Jesus. Many people with anxiety, I want to let you know, present as punctual and always on time. But when you experience feelings of overwhelm, shame, fear, and uncertainty with a physical symptom such as knots in your stomach, loss of appetite, or diarrhea, the thought of being late to work or an appointment, it can leave you devastated, impaired, and unable to function. It's the fear, the shame, the guilt, or other uncomfortable feelings that keep people that suffer from anxiety on time. For me, I get so anxious about traveling by plane that I lose track of time and I can't make simple choices about what ticket I need to purchase, what seat to reserve, and where to park. Shit. I often rely on friends and family for help. What does that look like? So sometimes I send out a quiet plea, help me, (laughs) for help in the form of a simple no-brainer question all travelers ask themselves. If my flight leaves at 8 a.m., what time should I be at the airport? I have to ask someone to help me every single time. Finally, my overwhelmed, scared, scatterbrained, hypervigilant, overthinking brain gets to the gate three plus hours early, and just like clockwork, I run off to the bathroom because an anxious body and mind must empty its cargo before boarding begins. Every single damn time. Does that feel like you? (laughs) You're like, damn, Buzz, you're a hot mess. So today, to help relieve your travel anxiety, which would be a struggle, which would be you driving your struggle bus, you need to apply these tips. Don't go hungry. Eat before your flight and or take snacks and water to stay hydrated. Make a playlist of your favorite calming music for the plane ride. When you begin to feel an increase in your panic, access deep breathing techniques. Wear a diaper to avoid accidents. Just kidding. Or am I? (laughs) Be kind to yourself by reminding you, your inner you, that the feelings that that are arising are out of feeling scared and that you will be okay. It's normal to feel this way. It's, It's okay to be scared. Essential oils and a roll on for easy application. Put it on your wrists and then inhale the scent and incorporate it into your deep breathing to calm. You can also get like one of those lava bead bracelets and then add your um, 
oils onto that. I use that at work a lot. Fidget to hold in your hand, putty your oversized ring to spin on your fingers. You can have a necklace that has something on it. I tend to grab my necklace charm and rock it back and forth. You can purchase many of these handheld size fidgets online. So those are all coping skills. That's what's going to keep you in the driver's seat of your freaking struggle bus, right? And sometimes they'll work and sometimes they won't. And it's okay. You need to be able to know that once those feelings pass, it's like that time, right? If you have a lot of fear and anxiousness or you're depressed and you're just like, I'm going to be feeling this way, it's not forever. And tips and coping skills help you manage and keep you strong to make it through those times where you need to just do something to help it pass right? Learning to let go, learning to move through those feelings because it's okay. So before the pandemic, I would travel a lot, a lot all over the place. I just became used to the weird things that I felt. I felt like I was the only one that emptied their cargo right before because I don't do it if I'm traveling with my family. It's only if I'm alone. I'm happy to share this with you in hopes that it can help you feel less alone. I believe you can use these in any settings to help keep, help you keep calm. And you might be able to talk with someone else and maybe this works for you and this doesn't work for you, but it's the willingness to try, right? You're in that mindset to be and stay in the driver's seat of your struggle bus. And I don't know if it was, and I try to keep connect, my anxiety is really connected to abandonment and fear, okay? So... When I think about this, and this is deeper thinking, right? When you get into your process and you know yourself more, you're able to connect the dots in a lot of places and really figure out what your triggers are, what um, things make you uncomfortable. And for me, going on a plane alone, I don't know if I'm more afraid to be alone to, or I'm scared of the plane or I'm scared of dying alone. Could be all three. Um, I've limited it down to those, but if you take a look at my anxiety, my anxiety be, be, is based off of, of band, abandonment and feeling alone. So I've used the above tips and I have survived each flight alone because I'm owning my struggle bus every single time. I have yet to shit my pants. <laughs> so you could use these tips too. So own your struggle bus. And I want you to think about these things going into the week. So if you have, if you're fighting some feelings of depression, own your depression. Stay in that driver's seat. Apply your coping skills. If you know you're overloaded, let something go. Try to get to bed early. It's up to you to make the choices to implement change in your life. And it really starts with mindset. It's hard as F, but I know that you and I can both do it. And then anxiety Think about what you can do this upcoming week to stay in the driver's seat of your struggle bus because everyone has one regardless of they talk about it or not. I have one. Sometimes the wheels fall off. Sometimes I'm not in the driver's seat, but then I figure out a way to get back there. So I want you to follow me on Instagram. I changed my username. It's finding her mental wellness. I'm going to be giving more tips and reels and videos and all the things on there. So follow me there and then go ahead and check out my blog and any of the other services I offer at www.juliabusby.com. And always, friends, be kind to your mind.